Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part podcast hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. We were really on sync with that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was. I give us an A. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we were on top of it. Yeah. Because last time, not so much. No. Mm -mm. We were a little off. We have been. Yeah. But that one was good. Good job, babe. You too. High five. High five. Mm. Air five. Air five. <sighs> so. The dog is whining, guys. Yeah. Sorry. We've, we, we've tried to record twice. And yes. So we're just going to we, give it a go. We cannot get him to stop whining. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but. I know he's itching a lot and we gave but him a Benadryl. Been. The Benadryl's helping. Yeah. But now he's just whiny. Yeah. So we apologize. So he's going to answer up a little bit. Yep. He's going to give his two cents. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Other than that, babe, like the past couple of days, I've been struggling a little bit with my mental health. Yeah. But I Maybe feel the good. dog is too. Yeah. Yeah. I think but it was I, the weather. It went from like 90 and Satan's asshole to it, like it 70. It had to have been. It had to have been. It was so hot. Like I went outside with Jax and just immediately yeah. started sweating. I think it even keeled a little bit day today it did yeah because yeah. we went for a ride and yeah it, it was nice out yeah it was nice out so I mean, it's still hot but it's not like yeah but there's unbearable. A, yeah and there's a breeze and when you're driving yeah. there's a breeze you know yeah, you don't need not, the air full blast you it's know not unbearable so i'm i'm feeling good today good i'm feeling good you were a little, little tired a minute ago. I, I was. I took a little cat nap. <laughs> How long have I been out? Like, you'd been out for seven hours. I'm like, 15 minutes. <laughs> That's all I needed. Yeah. That's 15 minutes. And then you babe, look at me with your eyes half open. I think I'm good now. Dude. I don't think you are. Babe, my afternoon meds are so crazy. Like Lately, I, they're just knocking you out. They are. And I could feel like I'm talking slow and yeah. it's bothering me. I get it. And it just, it knocks me out, but like, I just need a cat nap and yeah. then I'm fine. I, I wake up and I'm fine. I don't know what a cat nap is. Yeah. You, no. oh, Jesus Christ, you're in a fucking bear fucking wood, hibernation. Yeah. I do like, <laughs> I do like a good nap though. Yeah. But it's a very rare day that. A good nap for you is like three to four hours. Yeah. But I got to try and get stuff done today. So. Yeah. I know. Yep. I got a shower. Today I have to or do tomorrow. laundry. I stink. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to. I smell. They were asking me about work today, and I was like, uh, <clears throat> I'll end up divorced and we'll all have dirty underwear. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. No. Solid no. Yeah. You're you're not going in today. I need to do laundry and clean the house, and I got the kitchen halfway done. You did. It so, looks nice. It looks actually, nice. You can probably hear the dishwasher. Yeah. It's okay. That's all right. Means we're we got to do what we got to do. Whatever. Shit. <sighs> yep. I don't know. 
babe, let me read you a joke. Oh, it's Jesus funny. Fuck. Here we go. All right. He had to take his glasses off and then hit his face on the microphone. Because I can't see. They're sunglasses, guys. They're I not still glasses. can't see. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Okay, babe, are you ready for this no, one? No, because I don't care, but sure. How do you keep your newspaper from flying away in the wind? Oh, my God, how? You use a news anchor. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was wow. great. I've been waiting know. to say that one when I saw that. That's on page three of my uh, yeah. book that my mom gave me. Not even sure... Uh... What'd you say about that one? Uh, it's amazing? Mm. That's what you could say? Sure, babe. Sure. Uh, yes. So what else is going on? We're kid-free for a little while. Yeah, which doesn't mean anything other than we're going to nap and do fucking laundry without asking to feed something. I know, I know. So was that Leah's boyfriend that came over? No, they're not. Boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, Leah was laying on them. I think they like each other, but I don't think they're boyfriend-girlfriend. I guess he's going to Paris to be an au pair. No, he's not doing it. Oh, well, he was. Yeah, he was. And he he said he's not it because he would have to go for a year. And it's... Well, what did he think? You were going to babysit for a week? Yeah, he realized how homesick he was going to be. And so he decided not to go. Hmm. All right. Well, he's got to be sensitive. He's going to be an au pair. Oh, no, he walked in, he was like... I mean, I don't want to watch other people's kids. Hello, Mr. Kaczerski. I was like, dude, call me Mark. Right, please don't do that. Yeah. Uh, uh. People at work, somebody called me Miss Jamie the other day. Miss Jamie. I started laughing, I was like... That's like an old lady name. It it is, yeah. Miss Jamie? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Jamie, how you doing, girl? You Mm -hmm. got some biscuits? Yeah, oh. (laughs) <laughs> they got they got KFC the other day for lunch. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Ron, everybody knows about Ron. One yeah. of the guys I work with was like, do you want anything? I was like, a biscuit. And he's like, what else? And I was like, a, a biscuit. second biscuit? Yeah. And he's like, do you want honey? And I'm like, no. Oh, you got to try honey on Well, I had, I had honey. Oh, I had honey because of my teeth. Oh, they're he's so like, good. All you want is a fucking biscuit? And I was like, well... Two, but yeah. Babe, Popeye's chicken and biscuits, if you put honey on them, whoa. Oh, I had honey with me. Whoa. So. Blow I, your mind. I'll just, I'll eat them plain. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd eat them plain too, but babe, if you put honey even on the chicken, oh my God, yeah. it's a whole new ball game. So I got to tell you, and I can say this because it was on the news. Yeah. Uh, Fourth of July. Was it the fourth? Yeah. We had a shooting in one of the towns I cover. And the shooting occurred in one spot, and we picked up people at a, at a secondary spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I called and I asked. Mark I was calls like, me and goes, you did not tell me the shooting was at Popeye's. That was the Popeye's that I went to all the time. And I'm like, okay, but we picked him up somewhere else. And he's like, babe, focus. Popeye's. <laughs> is it okay? And I'm like, the, the fucking Popeye's is fine. Yeah, you're like, there wasn't a shooting there. I'm like, babe, I, I am I, watching the fucking news. Right, but... They are taping off Popeye's. <laughs> they have casings in the parking lot. I know, lot. but I was trying to tell that you... That is my Popeye's. I was trying to tell you, like, at that particular time, I didn't know that. Because yeah. it had just happened, so we picked them up somewhere right, else. You right. know, but your concern for the Popeye's itself was overwhelming. Oh, babe, that's my Popeye's. I... Yeah. That's my Popeyes. Yeah. 
So you're damn right. I'm. I was concerned. You were very concerned. You didn't say. Is the Popeyes okay? <laughs> the Popeyes is fine. But then a crew called later, and they're like, "Can we stop and get food on the way back?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." Yeah. So they called to let me know. They're like, "There's a huge fight at the Popeyes," and I'm like, "Okay." And she's like. I'm still going in. I'm still getting food. But an right. FYI, this right. is what's going on. I'm like, listen, I don't fucking blame you. Go yeah. ahead. When you need Popeyes, babe, you, you fucking need Popeyes. I guess the Popeyes uh, further east, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, they, you pull up to the drive-thru and they're like, fuck you won't. Really? And I'm like, they really say that to you? And one of the guys was like, yeah. And then they told me they had nothing but fries. How do you run out of chicken? I'm like, chicken? how do you run out of chicken? It's a fucking chicken place. He's That's... like, I don't know. But they were like, what the fuck you want? And he's like, I want fries. And they were like, we only have fries. And he's like, That's good, because I want fries. Like, they had nothing. I, At three I, in the afternoon. I, I don't understand. I don't that. either. I, I, I want That's cooking. your thing, chicken. So how how do you run out of chicken? I want biscuits now. Let's get Popeyes tonight. No, I don't want Popeyes. I want biscuits. Oh, I want some chicken tenders. No. No, I want biscuits. Well, why don't we get Popeyes biscuits then? (sighs) I don't know. Oh, Jesus. My phone's going off. Not mine. Mine's on silent. Oh. Ivan. (sighs) So we got some, or we got a Patreon, right? Yes. Sarah. Sarah, thank yes. you. Thank you I feel very like much. we had more. I don't know if the page didn't update or what, but I'll be sure to mention them. I, okay. feel, I thought we had two more. Okay. So. All right. Well, for now, Sarah, thank you. Welcome to the family. Yeah. Um, our talk about biscuits. Our talk about biscuits. And Popeyes. Yes. Um, yeah. Babe, today's story is crazy. Dude. It is cockamamie. Um. I, I didn't know much about it. To the point, like, I guess I didn't realize that it was... You didn't even know it was, it was local. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I think I knew that at some point, but I must have forgotten. It's fairly local, I, I yeah, should I mean, say. Yeah, I mean, it's not It's, it's on the north side of Chicago. Yeah, I must have forgotten that it was that close. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But it's... Man, it's, it's a goofy case. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. I don't know. So like today we are doing Heather Mack. Mack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you wanted to. Dun, dun, dun. I was waiting for you to the, do that. Yeah, there was an awkward silence, yeah. so I felt like I had to fill it. Jesus Christ. We are an awkward <laughs> silence. We are. Seriously. <clears throat> yeah, so this one's pretty fucked. Oh, it's fucked in the head. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. I mean, note to self, <clears throat> if you're going to go to jail, do it in Indonesia. Right. But. Right. If you're a chick. If, if you're a chick, yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's crazy. It is. But yeah, I, I wanted to do this because I saw a little piece on the news. And well, because like, her trial's coming up at the end yeah, of this month. Her and, trial in the U.S. Exactly. And I was like, God, you know, we haven't done, it, like, that's a local case. Why yeah. haven't we done that? Because I didn't realize it was local. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. So. But yeah, her trial's coming up end of July. It is. For U.S. trial, I should say. <clears throat> so It'll be interesting. Yeah. He's still in Indonesia. Is he really? Yeah. He got more time than she did. Oh, I didn't know and that. And she got out early. 
She yeah. was supposed to be in Indonesia till 2024. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. she got out early. So, mm. as far as I know, from everything I can find, he's still there. Wow. Mm-hmm. But he's facing the same charges in the U.S. that she is when he gets out. Oh, is he really? Yeah, they okay. both are. Good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good. All right. Yeah, why don't, why don't you just jump into it, baby? I'm, All right, I'm excited for this one. All right. So, on <clears throat> February 2nd, 2017... In a YouTube video posted from an Indonesian prison, Heather Mack, who had become known as the suitcase killer, stated, quote, I don't regret killing my mother, and as evil as that may sound, that's my reality. Was this said by a mentally ill teenager who found it difficult to deal with the death of her father or a truly evil person? A friend of the dead woman, uh, Sheila Von Wies, Von Wies Mack, said the relationship between mother and daughter was, quote, more of a friendship that made you, made the role between friend and mother probably difficult to maintain. It was not a relationship that was all acrimonious. I don't believe that at all. Yes, there were physical altercations. That still does not mean a child commits murder against her own mother. I mean, what do you think? Do you think there was some mental illness? No. or No, none. you think she's just I think she's an evil. asshole. Yeah. I think she's an asshole. I don't know. Nope. Not even a little bit. Uh, I, I don't nope. think I have an opinion yet. Not even. You will. Okay. I'll solidify that one for you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so James L. Mack was an award-winning jazz musician. He was a conductor, a composer, a producer, and an arranger who worked on more than 60 albums for several world-renowned artists. He was also an educator that taught jazz studies at Crane Junior College, which was one of the first junior colleges in Chicago. Okay. Uh, Throughout his career, he married twice and had five children, a son and four daughters, not including Heather. Oh. Uh, James also served as chairman of the music department at Harold Washington University in Chicago. Yeah. He was from Alabama. He ended up up here for music. This is where he met Ph.D. student Sheila Von Wies, in the early Von 90s, Wies. she uh, she had studied political science and was an academic and political researcher, doing research um, studies for Ted Kennedy, oh, multiple wow. famous people. Yeah, she was a socialite. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. James was considered to be in the twilight of his career and was experiencing health problems. Sheila was 22 years his junior. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Many were confused and a little surprised by the relationship, more so when at 66 years old, he announced he was going to be a father again. Uh, yeah, that's... Fuck that. Yeah. On March 17th, 1995, (laughs) 43-year-old Sheila gave birth to Lois Heather Mack. Fuck that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, A year later, Sheila and James married. Um, friend Melvin Williams said, quote, nobody could figure out how he ended up with her. He was definitely in a situation where he didn't want to be alone and needed somebody, but in many ways, he was alone in that house. Yeah. 43 having babies. Fuck that, babe. Could you imagine that? No, no, no. Oh, my God. No. Fuck that. Uh, He went on to say that Sheila discouraged James from socializing with his adult children and their families. So he, in turn, focused all his attention on Heather, who was a huge daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Huge. 
Yeah. Um, the family lived in a multi-million dollar Italian Renaissance mansion in Oak Ooh. Park, Illinois. Yeah. Which is nine miles west of Chicago. Yeah, which is pretty much upper class. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. Upper class. Yeah. So, um, Heather wanted for nothing. Really. Yeah. Uh, in the year 2000, James was diagnosed with colon cancer, although some sources say it was pancreatic cancer. Ooh. I would venture to say colon cancer because he did live for several years after the diagnosis. Yeah, pancreatic, and pancreatic cancer is a, it's a rough different. one. Yeah. So, um, as we know. Yes. Um, he decided he wanted to make the most out of his time and travel with his new family. Yeah. In 2001, the family took a Mediterranean cruise on Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. He ended up cutting his foot by the pool, and he was treated by the ship's doctor, um, but it didn't really do much. I don't think he really took care of himself either, from what okay. it sounded like. But yeah. he did have multiple health issues to begin with, yeah. and the, the cut just kind of took over. Um, like infection-wise? Like infection, and yeah, it was okay. just a mess. So he claimed that not only the cut by the pool, but the treatment by the ship's doctor had left him partially paralyzed. Jesus. And he ended up suing the cruise line for malpractice and negligence. Wow. Now, the case wouldn't be settled until 2011. Wow. Sheila ended up getting 340000 and James's estate got 500000 Yeah. Um, eventually, though, a Cook County judge awarded that 500000 break to Sheila. Okay. Um, so by 2003, he was mostly wheelchair bound. Yeah. Um, James's health was on a steady decline, really. Uh, despite this though, the Max continued to hold parties at their home and travel. In 2006, the family traveled to Athens, Greece for Ooh, vacation. Beautiful. Uh, however, on August 6th of 2006, 76 year old James Mack died in the hotel room of a pulmonary embolism. Oh, Jesus. Which is a blood clot in the lung. Yeah. Yeah. Probably from flying to Athens, Greece, being wheelchair bound and not being able to walk. Yeah. Because, you know, you have to get up and walk during those long fights. He, oh, yeah. He probably broke off from his leg and went into his lung. Yeah, you're probably right. Because they were there for a while before it happened. So that yeah. would be my guess. He got the blood clot. He's like, whatever. Um, so Heather was 10 at the time. Now, five days prior to him dying, in Greece, James wrote a new will, leaving everything to Heather. Wow. Everything. Nothing to his current wife, Sheila. And nothing to his oh uh, five other children. Really? Yeah. That's um, odd. Now, in an attempt to make her father's death away from home less traumatic, Sheila decided to continue the vacation. They left James's body in a Greek morgue and continued their vacation. What? I, I mean, oh, babe, that's weird. I mean... You know, the you're not going to let death stop. The more fun. I think about it, I'm like, well, I'm fucking dead. Where am I going to go? Yeah. Enjoy. True. You paid for another week. Finish the fucking week out. Who cares? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm literally not going, I'm not going anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> right. It's going to take that long to arrange to ship my dead ass back to the U.S. anyways. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. Enjoy yourself. True. Whatever. True. So after returning home, an immediate change was noticed in Heather's behavior. Yeah. Um, it started as arguments over really anything, ranging from bedtime to uh, Heather being told to shut off the computer. 
It was thought and suggested that this was just Heather attempting to deal with her father's death. Um, she never really moved on and remained devastated, which I get. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Okay. True. Uh, so Heather started high school at Oak Park and River Forest High School. And yes, that is the name of it. Yeah. I, I made know. sure of it. I know. Uh, in Oak Park in 2010. Heather spent as little time at home as possible, sneaking out to parties, skipping school, you know. Um, So she started stealing from her mom, and then fights started to get physical. Hmm. This is around the time where Sheila really started calling the police, too. Now, they say between 2004 and 2013, the police were called 86 times. Holy shit. But they really only talk about police being called from, like, 2010 to, like, 2014. Dude, that's a Um, lot. Oh, it was, like, 11 for theft... 11 for assault, 16 for battery, and one for child porn. Wait, what? Sheila walked in on Heather taking pictures of herself with no shirt on holding her boobs. Oh, my God. Apparently, she had lost a bet with somebody and had to repay the bet with $1,000 in sexual favors. What? Babe, this is wild. Two times is a lot. 86 86 times like dude what if i'm in the police department like dude you're getting fined every time mm-hmm. i'm fucking coming you over would think there. yeah or someone's going to jail so in january of 2010 sheila had a broken ankle already so um when heather got caught taking care or taking the pictures and yeah. Sheila confronted her right. <clears throat> about that and the $1,000 she stole from Sheila to pay the bet. Jeez, oh, yeah. Um, Heather punched her in her already broken ankle. Oh, good job. Yeah. Now, uh, Sheila refused to press charges, and the police were like, you should probably hospitalize her. Yeah. Um, and she was like, no, 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 no. Uh, in, 2000 and, in February of 2011, Heather pushed Sheila down, breaking her arm. And then pulled all the phone cards out of the wall so Sheila couldn't call 911. Yeah. Do you have a cell phone? Uh, Well, she called and Heather was actually arrested, but she refused to press charges. Oh, my God. It's domestic. You don't need a fucking victim to sign. uh, Maybe then you did in 2011. I don't know. No, you didn't. in April of 2011, Heather broke a window and bit Sheila. The responding officer noticed multiple bruises on Sheila's arm in various stages of healing. And uh, Sheila refused to have her arrested. In it, July of 2011, I know. The officer um, can sign on behalf. Well, he didn't. You want to, I mean, maybe it's an issue of you're not going to piss off like the hoity-toity people. Yeah, I so, guess. It, it's a different area. It is, there. yeah. In July of 2011, police were called for Heather threatening Sheila. Again, no arrest. Um. So after the issue with the police seeing the bruises in various stages, um, Heather threatened to stop leaving bruises and just start hitting Sheila in the head. Oh, good job. Now, she did that in front of the police. (sighs) Nice. So this time, again, arrested, Sheila refused to press charges. Mm -mm -mm. In December of 2011, uh, Heather was arrested for battery against Sheila. Yeah. Sheila hired her an attorney. Because at this point, the cops were finally like, we are literally here yeah. twice a week. Like, enough's no. enough. Right. 
So she was found guilty and given a year of court supervision. She was mandated to go to counseling and anger management. Yeah. She also was mandated to spend time in two different community-based facilities um, that were run by the county's juvenile um, court system. Okay. They were for troubled youth, and they offered counseling, education, and life skill training. They did not work. Interesting. Sheila was very overwhelmed and often would speak with neighbors and friends for advice. Yeah. One neighbor with four daughters said, quote, I couldn't possibly relate, but she did have difficulties forever with her daughter. <laughs> I can't relate. My kids don't beat the fuck out of me. I don't <laughs> right, know. Then. It is what it is. I hit them back. I, right. You know. <laughs> so in November of 2012, at this point, Heather is 17. Um, she bit Sheila again. Jeez. Police were called. But again, Sheila refused to do anything uh, and even refused to allow them to photograph the wound. She just insisted that Heather had mental health issues and needed counseling. This ain't mental well, health. You know what she needs? She needs her she fucking needs ass She needs her beat. ass whooped. That's what she needs. Yeah. She needs her ass beat. Big time. Oh, my God. All right. Fuck. So during Heather's senior year, she started dating 21-year-old Tommy Schaefer, who was an unemployed rapper known as Tommy yeah. X, E-X-X. Oh, yeah. Now, he did have a song on YouTube. Inch, 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 just inch. prior to um, him dating Heather, his girlfriend in 2014, Rachel Smiley, was killed in a car accident. Yeah. And he was devastated by it. He wrote a song for charity, put it on YouTube, actually raised a bunch of money. Baby, I love yeah. you. I did not bother to look. So, I don't know if it's... Slender. I'm totally going to look. Yeah. So, Tommy didn't really come from the same kind of family that she did. Uh, his dad abandoned him when he was a baby, and he was raised by a single mother. Yeah. He started getting into trouble at 14, and in 2012, he had his first arrest for assault and was given court supervision. This was followed by multiple arrests for drug charges, but he always avoided charges. Really? Yes, always, for one reason or another. Hmm. Yeah. So now, Heather and Tommy had been in the same friend group in middle school, and they remained casual friends, but really didn't start dating until her Uh, senior year. Yeah. Um, Heather saw him at a performance, and that's when they started dating. Heather and Tommy pretty much just partied. She would skip school and steal Sheila's credit cards. Um, There were at least 11 theft charges for the both of them. Jesus, dude. Come Um, on. Sheila said Tommy was a bad influence and definitely didn't approve of the relationship. Now, I don't think it was him. (laughs) I don't think he was the bad influence. No, I think she's the asshole. I think she was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in an attempt to separate the couple, because he lived in Oak Park too, okay. um, Sheila sold their Oak Park mansion and bought a condo in the Gold Coast neighborhood of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Very fancy. Yeah. Um, Heather dropped out of high school so she could keep seeing him. Oh, which wow. she did. She would repeatedly run away, and had actually become pregnant twice. Really? She had two abortions that were forced. Schmish abortions. that were forced by Sheila. No kidding. Um, on July 23rd of 2014, 
Sheila was looking at her credit card statements and saw repeated charges from the Conrad Hotel, which if you're from here, you know yeah. that that's a huge luxury hotel oh, yeah. on the Magnificent Mile. Yeah. So Big time. They would have hotel parties and charge thousands of dollars worth of services to the room. Oh, dude, what? Why weren't this we girl, invited? She, a, yes. <laughs> right? Two, she fucking looks like she's 12. She does. Nobody questioned that? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you would have think. Because she really does when you look she at looks her. Very, she looks very young. He looks young. very young. He doesn't even look like he's of age. Right. So... Sheila ended up having Tommy, Heather, and a few of their friends arrested for credit card theft. Wow. Tommy was charged with disorderly conduct, and uh, charges against Heather were dropped, and she was released immediately. Of course. Yes. Of course. Why wouldn't they be? Heather's now 18. Yeah. Why are you still there? Yeah. Exactly. You know, she would later say that her mother hated... everything about her but couldn't stand to be away from her that was very weird yeah Yeah. so it's like an obsession yes so and sheila was obsessed with getting back her little girl she wanted that old relationship back where you know her kid wasn't a dick stealing from her um and she she decided that what she was going to do was plan a luxury vacation for the two of them to spend quality time together so she was hoping they could have, you know, like a girl's trip and come back with a newfound respect for each other. Right, right. Now, three weeks before leaving, though, Sheila emailed a friend um, that Heather had been violent and left and that she was worried and realizes after her own psych appointment that day that Heather is disturbed and sick. Mm. She's not. No. Honey, baby, sweetie child. An asshole. She's not. Um Sheila goes on to say that this is their new normal and that she's, quote, scared of what she might do next. Well, that's not good. No. So, Sheila booked a two-week vacation in Bali. Why why there? Because it's fucking gorgeous. Oh, is it really? Oh, babe. Is it really? Oh, my God. You have to look at pictures. You want to talk about clear water? Yeah. Oh. Gorgeous. Oh, babe, no, I want to go. So now, keep this in mind, pin this. Just before leaving, Heather told Sheila that she was eight weeks pregnant. Whoa. It's the third pregnancy, obviously, and it's Tommy's the dad. Yeah. Sheila immediately says... Shmishmortion. Shmishmortion. Heather refused, so Sheila started the legal... Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill to gain power of attorney over Heather to force her to have an abortion. Really? Yes. Now, she also didn't really believe that Heather was pregnant. Okay. So she took her to the doctor for a blood test. Now, before they could get the results of the blood test, they left for Bali. 
Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I think. They boarded a plane flying first class. Must be nice. At $10,000 per ticket. What? Dude. Per ticket. Arriving in Bali on August 4th. Now, some sources say that they started at one resort and then moved to the St. Regis. Not sure. Uh, But they stayed in a $1,000 night suite. Must be fucking nice. $34,000 for this vacation. Oh, my God. Must be nice. That's like your salary for some people. It it is. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Wow. On August 8th. Now they're there. Okay. Sheila emails her friend Elliot Jacobson saying that they're at one resort uh, waiting for a car to go back to the St. Regis. Yeah. That. Heather had taken off and can't be found, and that Sheila had just found out that um, Heather had fraudulently signed her name for painkillers the day they arrived and had amassed quite a stash. Whoa. You're staying at a resort where you can get painkillers? Yeah. What resort is that? Uh, mm. Sign me up. Yeah, we can't afford that <laughs> shit. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Sign me up immediately. She, right. She finishes the email with quote i'm more frightened than ever wow okay a couple days after that sheila took a bad fall and broke her ankle um so she was essentially bed bound again on painkillers because yeah you're staying at a great fucking hotel right yeah who offers painkillers what dude or do we just need to go to bali maybe that's it can you imagine if, like, in Louisiana, we would have went to the hotel and been like, do you have a doctor? <laughs> right. And we can get Vicodin. They would have been like, uh, You can no. go see the witch doctor down the street. Right, or right. get a massage in the fucking massage parlor in a garage. Right. Next door. <laughs> right. And then go to the Waffle House right next door to the right. massage garage. Hey, don't make fun of the Waffle House. I'm not. House. I'm just saying. It's two That's, totally different things. I know. A massage parlor with a legit garage door. It, it, how awesome was that? I, the, they like, dr- where have you ever seen drive that? through fucking everything was drive through? Yeah, you get a to go cup. And what did the chick tell us that it was considered to go because they kept the paper on top of the straw? Yeah, so it was a closed container. Yeah, why don't we live there? That's amazing. I'm just saying, you guys are so smart down there. Seriously, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. man. So, fast forward now. To the early morning hours of August 12th, 2014. Mm. Approximately 3 a.m. Sheila wakes up and realizes that Heather's gone again. Again. So she goes down to the front desk, frantic, looking for Heather, and asks the staff if they have seen Heather. Yeah. They're like, no, but FYI, there's another room that you're paying for with your credit card. What? Registered under Tommy Schaefer. Oh. As if on cue, Tommy and Heather come waltzing into the lobby hand in hand after a walk on the beach. Hey, Ma. Hey. So. Thanks for the extra room. It turns out that he had arrived about three hours earlier after his first class flight at $12,000. Oh, my God. She stole Mom's credit card. First of all, I would like to be friends with somebody who has a credit card that you can charge a $12,000 airline ticket. I would too. Please. 
Hook a brother up. I don't want to go to Bali. I'll go back to Louisiana. I'll go to Louisiana, too. I love, I loved it down there. Bet you it's hot dog water hot now. Oh, yeah. So they get into this huge fight in the lobby. And Sheila ends up telling Heather that she is going to be pursuing fraud and theft charges as soon as they get back to Chicago. Now, they're due to go back, like, the next day. Okay. Okay, so this was, like, the last big day of their trip. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> so according to security cameras now, they all go back to Sheila's suite. Right. Um, after some time, Tommy goes back to his room because, you know, he has his own room now. He has yeah. his own room. <laughs> um, they show him kind of Tommy going back and forth between his suite and right. Sheila's. Yeah. Okay. Heather, at some point, then goes to the front desk to ask for duct tape. Well, if that isn't a little suspicious. After Tommy is seen uh, on CCTV with something large and metal under his shirt. Yeah. If that's not a little suspicious, I I'm not sure what is. I feel is. like he didn't even try and tuck the whole thing under. <laughs> yeah, that's... Your suite is $1,000 a night. Did you guys forget that they would have cameras? Probably. Mm. They're young enough to where they probably didn't even think of it. Mm, they're dumb. Okay. Yeah. So just before noon, the couple is then seen leaving Sheila's suite with a silver rolling suitcase wrapped in duct tape oh, with a white sheet hanging out. It's obvious at this point that they're leaving the hotel for good because yeah. they have multiple bags with them. Right. So they have this giant suitcase and then three smaller bags. Right. A receptionist stops them and says, hey, your fucking giant bill needs to be paid. Yeah. And Heather's like, no, no, no. My mom is checking out in a little bit. Like, she's going to pay the bill. Yeah. And the receptionist is like, oh, cool, cool. Oh, my God. Cool, cool. Bye. Sure. So go right ahead. They go outside, and they flag down a taxi. They put this suitcase in the trunk of the taxi, and then tell the cab driver, we'll be right back. We just have to go finish checking out. Yeah. So they and their three bags go back into the hotel, and the cabbie waits two hours. And then it's finally like, fucking people aren't coming back. Yeah. Motherfucker. So he pops his trunk, because he's got this abandoned fucking suitcase in there. Right. Now, all of a sudden, uh, there's blood all over the fucking suitcase. Oh, my God. And uh, uh, clearly... Can you imagine, like, opening the fucking trunk and... Well... Uh, it must have leaked because, like, you can't, you didn't see it when they, like, were coming out. Right. Okay. Right. So he goes to security and is like, uh, so I have this I'm not suitcase. opening this. You guys um, can. Yeah. So, okay. Now, some sources say that security instructed him to drive said suitcase to the police. Okay. Um, but other sources, like there's pictures of the suitcase, yeah. and it says that it's on the grounds of the St. Regis. So I believe the PD just opened it right Showed there. Up, yeah. So PD arrives, and they find the bloody suitcase, obviously. And right. they don't bother taking it anywhere, according to these pictures. They're still at St. Regis. And they open it in front of everybody. In oh, front of this $1,000 a night hotel. Good job. And find the bloody and beaten half-naked body of what they all said, a middle-aged white woman. Oh, my God. Obviously, this oh, is... that's so bad. Sheila. 
Okay. That's so bad. So they're like, huh. Well, to find out who this is, we should probably find the couple <laughs> right. that gave us the suitcase. That, that came out and told us to wait. Hmm. <laughs> so it turns out Sheila and, or excuse me, Heather and Tommy had gone back in to check out, quote unquote. But they first asked to get into Sheila's safety deposit box that was at the hotel. Yeah. Again, that's the kind of hotel you're staying in. Their passports were in it. Oh. Okay. So this the front desk staff was like, listen, she had specific instructions that nobody is to go into that safety deposit box yeah. but her. So they can't get their passports. Ooh. So that kind of puts a damper on their original plan to just leave the country. They didn't really think this through. No. Um, so they left the hotel and went to the airport. Went mm-hmm. straight to immigration saying that they lost their passports. Yeah. And the airport people were like, okay, so you can't get one here? Like, Right. Duh. Nice try, but great. can't come through. So they're told to go back. They're told to go to the U.S. Embassy, yeah. essentially. So they end up going to a different hotel. And again, different sources say different things. Some sources say that they went to a, a fancy resort. Right. Others say a budget motel, but I'm curious as to what a budget motel in, in Bali, Bali is. is. Yeah. So, um, probably a five star hotel. Right. Yes. <laughs> now, in the meantime, the PD had sent out bolos, the be on the lookouts, yeah. to all hotels and cab companies in the area. Like, hey, they did these this fuckers. Quick. They did it. Co wicked shit. Yeah. Like, they find the body and they're like, no, no, we have to find these people. Yeah. So on August 13th of 2014 at 8.30 in the morning, they found the couple in their hotel room sleeping. Oh. They're tired. Well, yeah. I mean, they had a rough rough night, rough day. It was a long night. Right. Well, they were questioned separately, but had a a lovely story all prepared. (laughs) Uh, They said Sheila was killed by an armed gang that held them all captive. Oh, yeah. That's believable. But the couple, because they're young and agile, managed to escape. Sure. Great story. Oh, yeah. my God. This is terrible. The PD gave them like an hour and then they're like, cool. Bullshit. Yeah. So these cameras the hotel has. We watched Tommy going into your mother's suite at eight in the morning with a giant fruit bowl under his shirt. Yeah. The fruit bowl had a handle, apparently. Oh. That's what was sticking out. Okay. Okay. So... Inside the suite, police also say that they found uh, bloody <clears throat> fingerprints on the heavy fruit bowl. And they also found blood on Heather and Tommy's clothes. Wow. So they're like, mm, no. No. Yeah. On August 15th of 2014, um, Heather and Tommy are now designated as prisoners. So they have now been arrested. That's what they call it. Okay. On August 20th, Heather's pregnancy is confirmed. Oh, so she is she pregnant. She is pregnant. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> now, the autopsy on Sheila would show that her cause of death was asphy- asphyxiation. Thank you. After blunt force trauma to her head and her face blocked her airway. Oh my god. Oh, she was beaten to death. So, it wasn't the but it wasn't the hitting of the head that killed her. 
he she had been repeatedly hit in the face and her nose was broken and it yeah. completely blocked her airway so she suffocated oh my god um the autopsy would, what a way to go yeah the autopsy would also show that she was standing when it happened and she had multiple defensive wounds on her arms so she tried to fight oh back oh my god this poor lady yeah so on september 19th of 2014 tommy admits to killing sheila yeah Heather admits to helping put her body in the suitcase. Hmm. So they beat her and then put her in the suitcase, breaking her neck in the process. Oh, my God. Now, it's initially said that their motive was um, for Heather to have early access to her $1.5 million trust fund. Right. Now, this trust fund was to pay out when she was 30. But... She assumed that if Sheila died, she would get it early, not realizing that her uncle, Sheila's brother, would actually take over the trust until Heather turned 30. Oh. So she wouldn't even get it. She wouldn't even get it. Because the brother gets Sheila's estate. That sucks. Dude, your whole plan went to shit. Babe, the whole thing was terrible. And sorry the dog is barking. People still think it's the 4th of July and are lighting off fireworks. I don't fucking get it. So on January 14th, 2015, they're both officially charged with premeditated murder. Wow. Um, They end up... They have the same story for a little bit. But over the course of the next five years their story changes tremendously with the gang (laughs) well the gang is out so now during their trial they they both of their stories were pretty similar but they kind of varied so now they they put off the trial a little bit because they were waiting for her to give birth oh yeah and they finally just went ahead and started it so she ended up in march of 2015 giving birth to her daughter stella stella now get her groove back her name was estelle and they call her Stella. Now, in an Indonesian prison, you can keep the child with you until the age of two. Can you really? Yes. So Stella stayed with her for quite some time. Wow. Now, the first story that Heather said was that Sheila knew Tommy was coming. Mm-hmm. And it was a big, it was fine. And then Sheila found out that Heather was pregnant yeah. and um, called Heather a prostitute and called Tommy a racial slur, which I seriously doubt because she was married to a black man and her daughter is black. Yeah. Pretty sure you wouldn't call him a racial slur. Right. Um, And that she threatened to kill the unborn baby and tried to strangle Tommy. Oh, my God. In the meantime, though, Heather said she was hiding in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Um, Right. She said that she came out of the bathroom to find Tommy trying to perform CPR. Mm-hmm. They also both said that during the fight, Sheila was looking for a knife to come after them. Mm. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, they don't know, obviously, if that they don't know what happened to that room. There's no cameras yeah. in the room. Right. Um, Tommy would say during his trial, though, that Heather texted him saying that she was afraid of Sheila and that he believed that she was in danger. So he brought the bowl to room 317, and the fight started over the pregnancy. So, same thing. I mean, that I could kind of believe. Except she knew she was pregnant, and they have proof of that from an email that that Sheila had sent to a friend 
two weeks prior to them leaving for Bali. Yeah, but I could see a fight starting over. The fight was that she found out about the pregnancy. Oh, okay. Not that she was pregnant, but she found out about it. Right, okay. But she had emailed her friend two weeks prior to leaving saying she's saying she's pregnant. What the fuck? I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. So, Tommy repeatedly hit Sheila in the head with the handle of the fruit bowl. My God. Okay. So now, allegedly... Heather comes out of the bathroom. Tommy's trying to perform CPR. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so they attempted to call the police and the U.S. consulate. Sure. But then panicked when they couldn't get anybody on the phone and put the body in the suitcase <laughs> to take the body to the U.S. consulate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Good job. Good job. Yeah. Babe, this is the dumbest story I think I've ever heard in a long time. Yeah. This is not planned out at all. Not even a fucking little bit. No. Not even a little bit. No. 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 So, it's all fine and dandy, right? Except evidence of text messages show that the couple had been talking about killing her mother for months before going to Bali. Oh, really? Months. Really? Months prior to the trip to Bali, yeah. Heather texts Tommy asking if he knows somebody that would kill Sheila for $50,000. No shit. I didn't know this. Mm. Oh, it gets good. Wow. Tommy's like, well, I got a cousin. He might know someone. Oh, God. Um, Keep your mouth shut. Mm, babe, they don't. So they text the cousin. And the cousin, Ryan Bibbs, is like, yeah. listen, I don't know anyone that can do it. Yeah. But for a small fee, I could tell you guys how to do it. Oh, If a that small is fee. not uh, horrible bosses. It is horrible bosses. <laughs> it absolutely uh, is. <laughs> it's fucking Jamie Foxx. It, a hundred fucking percent. <laughs> Oh, my God, yeah. So these two idiots are like, say less, dude. Right. Say less. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. This ha- is fucking great. Yes. Heather's like, this is perfect. We're going on this trip to fucking Bali. We're just going to do it there. Yeah. Like, we'll just, I'll, I'll figure out a way to fly Tommy out. We'll right. just do it there. Right. Okay. So during the day before, or excuse me, the day they left for the Bali trip, Tommy is texting Heather about how rich they're going to be. And Tommy says, I can't wait to be rich. And they're egging each other on. And the day after they get there, Heather. God, the wash machine is I know. Loud. Sorry. Heather texts back, trip's going as planned, baby. Have faith. Wow. So then he starts texting back. He's kind of like, I feel like he's getting nervous about it. Because he's like, well, I have faith. But shit's not under your control yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So they're still texting the cousin. So this guy's still in the midst of it. Right. Okay? So they start talking about how, well, we could smother her with a pillow. You know, we can do this. We can do that. And then she breaks her ankle and they're like, cool, we'll just overdose her on painkillers. Mm. Doesn't really work. But they come up with a plan, a code word. Their code word is high. Just high. high the word high. high. So the last day of the trip, Tommy's already been found out. He's there. Heather texts him, quote, there's no better time than high, is there? At 8 in the morning. Wow. Tommy shows up at their suite two fucking minutes later. Mm. There's a, 
allegedly some conversation about how Heather was going to smother her, but like couldn't do it. She's yeah. finally like, you need to, you need to fucking come here and do it. Yeah. Now, so that's what they find. So obviously they're like, you guys are full of shit. You obviously fucking did it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. In September of 2015, the cousin is arrested on federal charges of conspiracy. Good job. In the U.S. Good. So he's he is arrested on federal charges of conspiracy to commit a murder outside of the country. Good job. In June of 2017, he's actually sentenced to nine years. That's it? That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's nine it. years. Nine years. Wow. So they're both found guilty in Indonesia. Yeah. She is sentenced to 10 years, and he is sentenced to 18 years. Okay. Now, they said that they had leniency on her because she had just had the baby. Okay. You beat this woman to death, and you get 10 years and 18 years. Cool. So they're in this prison. It's not a fucking prison. She's in a, like a cell, I use that term loosely, with 21 other women. And what? there's videos on Instagram and YouTube and all this other shit of them partying and drinking. And her, her daughter is still with her. Yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. if we ever get arrested, it's there. I'm t- that's what I'm saying. If you're going to get arrested, you need to do it in fucking Indonesia. It is there. He didn't have such a great time. Apparently, but if she did, but what he, the fuck? Yeah, he became he found Jesus oh, as they always they, do. They he, always he do. Baptized fifty other prisoners. Of course, blah, blah, blah. of course. So now, one of the things that happened during this trial was Heather was like, "Well, I need to pay for my defense. Mm-hmm. I need my trust." Mm. She somehow, and it goes through Cook County courts because that's where the trust is from, Cook yeah. County, Illinois. Right. Fights to get her trust to pay for her defense. Wow. A Cook County judge awards her $150,000 to pay for her get defense. Get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here. And the uncle fights it more so because he feels that she's being bribed. Because yeah. there at one point was um, her Indonesian attorney said he needed like $200,000 more dollars oh, to do something. Jesus. Yeah. So on top of awarding that, they award her uh, $2,200 a month. For living expenses. What? You're in prison. You. What money do you need? Living expenses. Other than for honey bun money. What? Yeah, she's in prison. Other than getting your honey buns babe, and bonbons. Babe, I'm telling you. What the fuck is so, going on? She obviously has a phone. Okay. Yeah. Because this video does surface on YouTube in 2017. Yeah. Now, in this video, she says she did it. She takes full responsibility for the murder. Yeah. And says that she decided at 10 years old that she was going to kill her mother because Sheila killed her father. But she claims, yes, she claims that Sheila killed James Mack, but he. No. She didn't. <clears throat> she didn't. The death certificate says pulmonary embolism. Yeah. She did not. She she did not. And she should be thankful they finished their vacation. Uh, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> what the fuck? You little fucking What shit. else do you need? Mm-hmm. She goes on to say that Tommy had nothing to do with it. Really? That she convinced him after the fact to help him, you know, to help her clean up the room and hide the body or... 
he would go to prison in Indonesia. Yeah. And now a, a sentence in Indonesia for murder is death by firing squad. Ooh. So she said that she lied to Tommy and said that Sheila knew he was being flown out to Bali. Yeah. Um, and that once he was there, she stole his phone and was texting her phone to make it look like he conspired with her. I don't know if I believe all that. He doesn't even. He comes out later. And yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> she also comes out to say that this is not a real prison. <laughs> you think? Clearly. We know that. Right. So she takes full responsibility for this murder, right? Yeah. After that, she gives an interview. Okay, so now Stella, at two years old, goes to live with a friend that she had made while she was in prison. Okay. So it's it's a woman from Australia. She ends up living with her until yeah. Heather's actually released from prison. Yeah. Um, But she said that she gets to see her child when she wants and she can hug, her, hug and kiss her. She also claims to have been repeatedly raped and drugged in the prison. Wow. Um, But then in this interview, goes on to say, quote, my mother was super abusive because she was an alcoholic and a drug addict. She goes on to show scars uh, where she says she was burned with cigarettes and stabbed with Sheila's nails. She said one time she even set my hair on fire. It may have looked like I was rebelling when I was a teenager because I was hanging out with gang members and missing school. Yeah, that's what it looks like, sweetheart. Sure, sure. Uh, But it wasn't like that. My mother would drink heavily at night, and once she was drunk, she'd start fighting with me because I'd hide her car keys to stop her from going for a drive to the store to get more booze. If I fell asleep early, she'd fall down the staircase, hence all the broken ankles. So I rarely got to bed before 5 or 6 in the morning, and I would then wake up when she woke up about 1 p.m. At school, they thought I was a spoiled rich kid who was partying till dawn, but they had no idea I was being chased around the house all night by my mother with a kitchen knife. Uh, so I, I don't know what to believe. Now, friends of Sheila and her dad would yeah. say, quote, she bit Sheila. She would hit her. Heather pushed her down one time in the bathroom and she fell down and broke her arm. And she wouldn't press charges because it's a really hard thing to do when it's your own child. This is more so what I could believe. Another friend says... The the girl's an asshole. Right. And she needed her ass ass beat. beat. Yeah. Now, another friend would say, quote, police came to the house 86 times. Not in one of those police reports was there shred of evidence that the mother was alcoholic or violent. Right. Nothing in any of the police reports. Right. So, she is still set. She did it. She goes Mm -hmm. on to say, I take responsibility for what I did. I have served 10 years. I've changed. I'm I'm a grown-up now. I have a daughter. I have to worry about my daughter. So, what trial is coming up in Cook County? Oh, I'm getting there. Okay. So, now, in 2016, Tommy wrote a giant essay about how evil Heather was. Oh, wow. And how she basically manipulated him. Mm-hmm. So the same person who interviewed Heather interviewed Tommy. And Tommy would go on to say that <clears throat> he did kill Sheila. He does take responsibility for it. But he says that it was because he was manipulated by Heather. Right. Um, <clears throat> he went on to say that... Heather is a black hole. 
<laughs> that's, that's nice. Kind of the best way to do it. Yeah, that's nice. He says, quote, I am guilty of murder and that is why I am here. I did along with Heather, but my reasons for killing Sheila were different than hers. She had an objective and I was emotionally tagged along. I don't want to sound like a crybaby or a bitch or that I am not a man, but I was emotionally tricked. God only knows the sorts of mind games and tricks I went through at the time, which is why I helped her kill her mother. Wow. He goes on to say that he references her YouTube video where she says, only the truth will set you free. Yeah. And he says, quote, but the truth is everything was her idea. And I went along with it because at the moment I was really fucked up. My life was great until my girlfriend, Rachel, died in a traffic accident in April of 2014. I already knew Heather as a friend, but only got with her about two months after Rachel died because of how vulnerable I was. He said that in th- at the time he was trying, yeah, he was trying to find something positive because of all the negative things in the world. Um, but even though Heather's happy in prison, I'm in hell. Hmm. Um, he does say that he has become a better person because of it, because of being through jail. Yeah. Um, and to go through some sort of rehabilitation, you have to go through fire. So <clears throat> he goes That's on. That's a good saying. Yes. He goes on to say, though, that Sheila was an alcoholic and he witnessed it. He said, quote, I would hear her slurring her words when Heather was talking to her on speakerphone and hear her verbally abusing Heather. Well, Heather was a dick. Yeah. So I would drink, too, if my kid was this that is much what of I'm a saying. dick. So he says, quote, was she violent? I think it went both ways. They were both violent to each other, but there is no doubt Sheila was an abusive woman. One time back in Chicago, I saw her flip out, grab Heather by the hair, and drag her around. Wow. He says that Sheila was doing the same thing the day I killed her. I did not mean to do it. I mean, obviously, you can argue from reading the text messages between Heather and I that it was premeditated murder, but the truth is it just happened in the heat of the moment. Wow. He said that when he walked in, the fight was already happening between Sheila and Heather. Yeah. And he was standing there listening to the yelling and the name calling, and it became too much for him. Quote, I made a terrible decision thinking if I killed Sheila, it would help the situation. I was just trying to do what was right to set things right. But I know now that isn't our job. That is God's jobs only. So he, he says "Hmm," that it happened. Yeah. He felt... He's his rationale behind it was he still stands by that Sheila threatened to kill their unborn child. And he said that at the time she was a huge risk to my child. So he beat her. Uh, I don't know. (sighs) Now, I don't know. They are both. (laughs) So Heather was released in in 2021 and she wanted to stay in Indonesia she said it was safer did. than Chicago. Yeah. And Indonesia was like, uh, bye bye bitch. <laughs> Get out. They deported her and Stella. Okay. Um, she tried to stay in Indonesia saying that Stella was born in Indonesia. So, yeah, right. she's a citizen. And Indonesia was like, yeah, not how it works here. <laughs> it may work like that there, but here. Right. The same um, America. Nobody in Indonesia fathered your child. Right. So... Get the fuck out. Okay. So, she was freed on October 29th of 2021. On her immediate landing in Chicago, she's arrested at the airport. 
Wow. She is arrested on charges of conspiracy and obstruction. She is also charged with committing a murder on foreign soil of an American citizen and conspiracy to commit murder out of the country. Holy shit. He is being charged with... those are federal charges, Those are federal charges. The FBI arrested her. Okay, I was going to say, I I don't think the state has Um, those charges. The biggest one was um, conspiring to kill a U.S. national. Yeah. She, in June of 2023, pled guilty to one count of conspiring to kill a U.S. national, but pled non-guilty to the rest, Mm -hmm. stating that she wasn't the one who physically did it. Yeah. So she's completely recanting her entire YouTube video. Uh, Of course. (laughs) Of course. She faces up Uh. to 28 years in prison, and her trial, her federal trial, is actually scheduled for the end of this month. Wow. Um, if I remember correctly from what I read, she's actually out on, on bond? bond or bail because it's not a full-blown murder charge. Right, right. Um, so Tommy is facing the same charges when he gets released from Indonesia. If, He's if I was her, here. I would get the fuck out of the country. When again. you're gone? Go. Yeah. She said in one interview that she's come to terms with the fact that she's going to be a fugitive in the United States. Oh, yeah. But what, go to Mexico. Right. Go there. Go to go to fucking Italy. They're not going to extradite you back. Right. Um so Stella, this poor baby girl. Oh man. So she has been through three different caregivers. Yeah. Coming back to the US because when she she flew home with her mom, her mom got her back, you know. She was immediately taken into custody. Um she is currently in the care of a cousin of Heather in Colorado, but everybody fought for her. Oh, really? Because guess who gets the trust? She does. Stella gets the trust. Oh. So whoever takes care of Stella is going to be fucking rich because if Heather's in prison, she cannot access the trust. Makes sense. So they are all fighting for this little fucking girl who is gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous little girl. But... Just over money. All over money. That's it. That's all that matters. So she ended up going through... I mean, they got back in 2021. It's 2023, and she's been with three different caregivers. Oh, this poor girl. Yeah. So Heather is currently facing charges, federal charges, in the United States. Tommy is still in an Indonesian prison and will face the same federal charges when he is released. Man. What a fucked up story. Yeah. Isn't it? Holy fuck. Fuck, mm-hmm. but just not thought out one bit. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the plan no. of execution is just terrible. Well, and like, well, like Tommy said that it, it was a it was in the heat of the moment. I, obviously, I don't believe that. I mean. No, I don't either. Maybe for him, but Heather wanted her mother dead. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because she didn't realize that she wouldn't get that trust right away. Right. So why didn't you just move the fuck out? That's all you had to do. You could have, because she, in the same way she petitioned the judge for her trust to pay for her defense, she could have petitioned the judge to get her trust to live on her own. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, my mom and I don't get along. Right. I can't function on my own. I need money. Right. I, I don't see why a Cook County judge wouldn't have given it to her then. What a fucked up case. Mm-hmm. 
How fucking terrible. Yeah. I wonder, like, how the whole Poor power of attorney Stella. thing. Yeah, would have gone for Sheila against Heather. Like, what would you have gotten it based right, on, based right. off of? Because at no point in time did she go to counseling and anger, anger management. Yes, at no point in time was Heather ever diagnosed with a mental illness. Ever. Really. Not one fucking time. But she did. She did see. She had to do mandatory counseling and anger management as part of a violence prevention program. Yeah, not because she had mental health issues. But how serious is that? Well, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. She didn't have, she was never treated for mental health. She was never seen for mental health. Yeah. She never claimed to have mental health. Her mother did. Okay. Her mother, because it's easier to think, well, she's fucking crazy than to think that your kid hates you. Right. And when, in that video... I think she truly believes that Sheila killed her father. Yeah. And that's why she... I mean, the video, she's, that's probably the most sincere she's ever sounded in her entire fucking life. Really? She is literally like, with every fiber of my being, I knew my mother killed my father. And really? I knew that I was going to kill my mother because of it. And I, wow. I think that that's what she thinks. I think that she truly thinks that her mother her killed her killed, father. And wow. that's, you took my daddy away. Yeah. I think that's what actually happened. And she Man. conned Tommy into helping her. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking crazy. Yep. Well, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the trial. Yeah. I am too. I'm curious I'm to see if she's going to actually go to trial here. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're 100% going to be like, well, she was convicted of murder in the country it happened in. Because she was convicted, not, you know, attempt murdering. They were both convicted of premeditated murder in right. Indonesia. So, right. Yep. Yeah, so I don't think it would be a hard trial to I don't prove. think it would be either. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, I mean, it wasn't all that well thought out. So, I mean. No, none of I, it was. I don't think it would be that hard to prove. And just, I get it. You don't want to think that. Your child's an asshole. I understand that. But at some point, I mean, after the first... Sometimes you got to be like, uh... After the first couple thousand dollar charge, you got to kind of be like, my kid's a dick. Yeah. And if the police are called 86 times, Mm. yeah, my my kid might be a a little fucking asshole. Yeah. I... Oh. Jackson dumped out all my shampoo on accident. Yeah. And thought I was going to, like, push him down the stairs. So... I can't imagine any one of our children trying to steal. Well, first of all, if you can find $1,000, let me know. Right, I right. will help you look. <laughs> right. But, like, she just didn't, she just did whatever she wanted because Sheila yeah. was just like, eh. Whatever. So, really, the, the police come and do what? Nothing. Because Nothing. their hands are fucking tied. Yeah. So Heather's like... Well, they could have. It's domestic. Yeah. So they could have signed on behalf, but they didn't. But how far would it have gone? Uh, if, still, if the mom goes in front of a judge and says, nah. Still, you got to do your job. Mm-hmm. You got to do I your just, job. There was no reason for Heather to stop what she was doing because she wasn't getting in trouble for doing it. Yeah. Why Why stop? It's almost encouraged then at that point. Yeah. It's like a challenge. How far can I go before she actually fucking does something? Right. And we see, obviously, she can go as far as charging a $12,000 plane ticket and nothing Man. happens. That's fucking bonkers. So at some point, you got to be like, my kid's a fucking <laughs> my kid's asshole. A God damn it. Right. Like, 
What a fucking poop shoot. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you finally got to say it. I finally got to say it. It's been a while. And I'm not saying beat your kids, but no, I'm saying beat No, no, but sometimes they need a good like, ass whooping. <laughs> you, you still... I walk in I'm, on you I'm taking pictures... I'm not saying pictures, it, but I'm saying it. Right. You... I walk in on you taking pictures of your boobs to confront you about stealing $1,000 to then find out that you lost a bet for sexual favors in $1,000, right. I'm going to beat the fuck out of oh, you. Oh, you're getting an ass whooping. Yeah. You better call the police because you're probably safer in their custody than mine. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> I agree 100%. Oh, I know you want to have a good relationship with your kid, but fuck. Sometimes you, you got to be the parent. And she... You yeah. want to be, but you know, that's the thing. Like parents want to be best friends with their kids you and can't. I get it, but you can't, you have to be a parent later you on in to. life. Different story. Yeah. When they get older, totally different story. But as they're growing and you're molding them. I mean, that's one of the first things that she got caught doing was the picture and the thousand dollars. Right. So then it was just like a challenge. Right. You know, I don't know, babe. And who the fuck let her drop out? Why would you let her drop out of high school? It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Put that shit on lockdown. <sighs> well, that was a good one. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, whatever platform you listen to us on, please hit that five-star liking. Please tell your friends, your family, uh, everyone, your loved ones. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Patreons, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, if you want to become a Patreon, go to www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part number one. And we have several tiers that you could choose from uh, to be a Patreon. And all the tiers get all the bonus episodes. So, so I have a couple things. Yeah. Um, a... I haven't said Britney bitch in a while. Okay. So, Britney bitch. Britney bitch. Two, we have a listener who is currently battling cancer. Um, I just saw a picture where she shaved all her hair off. Yes. Uh, bald is beautiful. You look absolutely fucking stunning with your hair and your head and your kicking ass. Just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Three, another listener just took the world by the balls and moved how many thousands of miles away from home to start a new job on her own. She went from New York to Florida Mm -hmm. and is now doing her dream job as a crime scene investigator. As a crime scene investigator. How awesome is that? All by herself. Yeah. She's doing great. And mama, you're doing good too. She was terrified leaving her. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, Mark and I can be there in 12 hours. Right. We're right in the middle of the two of you. We can be there soon. Right. So, so thank you guys so much for supporting us. We we love you all. Yes. So. All right, guys. Uh, the next episode will be a Patreon episode, and I believe it's going to be John Wayne Gacy. It's going to be John Wayne Gacy. So uh, buckle up for that one. Yeah, that's But it will up. be a Patreon exclusive. So um, other than that, I hope you enjoyed this one, and we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.